Ladies and gents, welcome to episode 5 of Shane Sports of New York. I am your host, Shane Palma, and today you'll be hearing an interview that I did just a few months ago with Matt Stryker, former WWE wrestler and former high school teacher. Now, this video should have been up sooner, but I had a little trouble with the audio, so finally, it's going up today. I hope you enjoy. Thanks so much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. All right. So I've heard a lot of your interviews on YouTube. I've done, <laughs> I've done a lot of research, but um, you know I've heard you tell stories about how your father introduced you uh, to wrestling and put that into your life. How did you turn the childhood dream into a reality? <laughs> yeah, I'd like to say I had something to do with it, but I believe the universe works in, in very mysterious ways. But opportunity came, and I took advantage of opportunity. Same way you mentioned you did your research. You prepared and failure to prepare is preparing to fail it's an old saying so I just took advantage of opportunities and I did my very best that I could I try to be professional I try not to be too overbearing and at the end of the day people liked me and I can't imagine why <laughs> uh, well likability has to go along with teaching and how did you take your teaching career and then kind of transform it into becoming a wrestler and balance that lifestyle I was able to take my teaching career and transform it into being a wrestler and a broadcaster in a way that is so unique to the job of a teacher. You're speaking to people. You're keeping them engaged. You're giving information. It's a volley of ideas. Basically, I took teaching 36 kids and went to teach 36,000 people. A lot of the techniques are the same. And if you can find something in your life that you can bring forward, into your career, it's gonna be a, a far easier transition for you. Whether you're a mechanic, whether you're an astrophysicist, whether you're a teacher, you have to be able to make connections. Uh, as you probably know, the world of journalism and media is like ruthless and you know, can be. It is, I've had nothing but good examples well, and experiences. Let's share one of them. What, what would be like an experience that you've had in that type of field where you maybe sensed that something was like off? Never is it upon me to say what's off or not. It's all about how you react to situations. An example I'll give you. During my time at WWE, I had a very uh, active producer in my ear throughout the entire broadcast, talking, talking, talking. Even when I'm talking, he'd be feeding me lines or points, and I would just have an open conduit from my ear, through my brain, down my mandible, out my mouth. Very unique ability to have. Then when I went away from WWE and worked in other places, Producers would never say anything other than we're back in three, graphic coming up in three, and it almost was, I'm waiting to hear them. So I had to make the adjustment. I went from a very active producer to producers that just lay out, that were just very quiet in your ear. You just have to adjust. Uh, most events you commentated were live and in the moment. Was there ever like a pressure and anxiety, or did you feel kind of relaxed when you were back there? As far as doing live broadcasting, if you do have pressure or anxiety, use it because it's energy. And it's just a question of how we label the energy. Is it anxiety? Is it excitement? That's up to you. So if I felt any of those things, I knew I was alive. I knew I was ready to go. And I knew that I'd be able to take a deep breath and utilize that energy. When you're incredibly calm and you have nothing going on, that's when you know either A, you're an incredible professional, or B, something isn't right. 
Did you have any favorite one-liners from your time? I have many favorite one-liners from my time, none of which I can share with you here. <laughs> uh, I always liked, in the beginning, I wanted to be clever and cute. After a while, I realized that that may not be my role. But I always took from life. I love music. I would always find a cool lyric or a sentiment in a song and try to think, how can I convey that to a moment or emotion calling sports, which is what I was doing more so than news. And news, it's just, here's the news. There's a, an artist named Jack Johnson who says, um, in one of his songs called The News, a million people died on the news tonight, but no, the, the reference is not one of the newscasters cried. And it's a great line if you think about it. These newscasters report on terrible things and they never ever shed a tear, or they never ever show an emotion. Sports is different. I can scream my head off that The Undertaker just won his 900th WWE <laughs> Championship. It all depends. So as far as one-liners go, uh, I have a few in my back pocket that I'll use, but at the end of the day, if I'm doing news, it's not my job. If I'm doing sports, I'll throw out quotes, I'll throw out biblical references, musical references, all kinds of things that may or may not be uh, interesting to the viewer. What was the typical prep? I know you kind of discussed this in class, but for broadcasting and going through with an interview, either backstage or whatever you had to do in the ring? The typical prep for calling a match differed from doing an interview backstage. Doing an interview backstage, I understood the time of the segment. It's incredibly important. If I have a 30 second segment, one question, short, talent give me the answer, back to you. If I have a 45 or one minute, 15 second segment, then I'm gonna have a question, I'm gonna have a follow-up question, and I'm gonna let the interview evolve on its own. As far as calling a show or, or calling a match or things like that, I just really wanna know what the producers in the truck want as the main idea. From that, I'm going to let the talent tell their story. Uh, you look at something like the Super Bowl or the World Series or the Stanley Cup, the story's there, the championship. But the announcers allow the game to unfold and tell the story on its own. That's the beauty of what we do. If we are saddled with having to tell the whole story, then it's our story, our flavor, our language. But if you just let the pictures tell the story and you color them with your words, did the talent reciprocate your genuine uh, emotions during interviews, or was it kind of like they stuck to the script, you kind of did what you had to do, or did it vary? Everybody is different. There are some talent that will stick to a script and you cannot deviate, or they will flip out. Then there are some that are just really good. Mm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Never wanted to know what we were gonna talk about, just put the camera on, let's go. And that's why he's amazing. So you have to know your talent. If I know there's someone that needs to be in a box, in a script, I'm not gonna throw them any curveballs because they're gonna end up looking bad on television. And I don't wanna do that to somebody. Mm -hmm. At the same time, if there's someone that I know that loves curveballs, I'll throw them as many as they want because they're gonna appreciate it. It allows their natural talent to come through. Uh, in the field of broadcasting, as you evolved from wrestling, who was like your main role model or style that you kinda took off and branched your way of talking off of? <laughs> it might not be popular, and it's not because of, of his political opinions, it's just more because of his style. I used to like Sean Hannity. I, I really did, I thought that he was forthcoming and direct, but also because I think it was a voice against the popular grain. Mm -hmm. 
Um, on the flip side, in wrestling, guys like William Regal and Joey Styles were guys that I always liked. William Regal, on top of having a British accent, which honestly, he could read a box of milk and it would sound absolutely wonderful. But he, he just added a, a flair to things that your standard wrestling announcer would not do. I wanted to stay away from the generic, everyday, talking head in a blue suit and a blue tie reading off a teleprompter. Uh, I think that might have been what drew me to, to Sean Hannity at a young age because everyone seemed to hate him. So um, if in this life you have people that dislike you, it probably means that you're doing something out of the ordinary. So uh, while I don't necessarily have to agree with the political stance, it was just the vehicle, how he disseminated information. Joey Styles, William Regal, Sean Hannity. Um, yeah. All great people, all great, all great announcers. Uh, last regular question here before we get into the rapid fire. What would you say are some essential skills uh, when trying to make it in the broadcasting industry? Know your strengths, know your weaknesses. If you want to make it in the broadcast industry, especially nowadays, and uh, I think it's very important, everyone has the ability to watch and listen to themselves now, whether it be with a mobile device or a camera. Record yourself, watch yourself. You're not being narcissistic, you are learning about yourself. Maybe sometimes you make this face. When I was first started out, I used to always do this. Remember, I was a pro athlete, and I was like this. And someone said to me, hey, this is gonna look a lot better on camera. And it does. Mm -hmm. Watch how you smile. Some people smile like this, some people smile like that. Some people have a missing tooth over here. You always have to be aware of that. You also want to understand how you sound to others. Let people that are not your parents or your significant other or your friends watch your work because they will give you the most honest feedback. Hey, you spoke too fast when you said this. You made a reference to something that I don't understand. You used a particular turn of a phrase that is not familiar to me in my geographical location. All these things are incredibly important when reading the news. You're coming into people's homes. You're coming onto people's devices. You want to be there, give information, and go away, which is what I've always been told to do. And that's what I do. Speaking of coming on to... Oh, speaking of going away. Yeah, well, let's, before you go away, let's get, you know, let's let people know who Matthew K or Matt Stryker is. You know, just a couple of rapid-fire questions. We can just blow through. On a scale of 1 to 10, how good are you at keeping secrets? <laughs> I can't tell you that. What? Is there a that's secret It's a joke. Oh, I thought it was a secret how good you are at keeping secrets. Um, I, I respect other people in a way. So if someone comes to me and tells me something in confidence, I'm going to respect that. Unless it's something about you. Okay. Then I'll tell you. That's good. If, if you teach here, the students will know that they can come to you with anything that they need. Of Favorite all-time wrestler? Rowdy Roddy Piper. Any reason why? Because he was a rule breaker and everyone hated him. And that's what you wanted to emulate when you came in here? Yeah. yeah. I, I like to make waves. I did. Now I'd much rather just ride off into the sunset and not be bothered when I was younger. I like to make waves. Last Halloween costume. Oh, I was um, uh, Michael Myers, oh. and I was 18, much too old to be trick-or-treating. And I was walking around my neighborhood, and I was working out a lot then. I was gigantic. And I was in sweatpants and a sweatshirt and a Michael Myers mask, and they called the police. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, I don't think that's yeah. not, not the best idea. But you know what, it's in the past. Favorite WWE theme song, besides your own. No, no, mine was horrible. <laughs> uh, 
I liked Gangrel's theme song from back in the day. I liked CM Punk's theme song. Tommy Dreamer had a good theme song. Meh. All right. If you could travel back in time, being a social studies teacher, you know your you know your history. What period would you go back to? I'd be ten years old, and my dad would still be with me. Favorite match you commentated? Uh, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, uh, and only because there are a bunch of lines in there that. I was talking directly to my dad, and when he picked me up from the airport the next morning, so he's from the Bronx. He talked like this. He said, I heard you talk on Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Does Vince let you say that stuff? I laughed. I go, no, I'm saying that just for you. And we drove home from the airport in complete silence, and I looked over, and I saw him smiling. I guess one of the things for me with wrestling was there were times where I was really only talking to two people in the world. One was Vince McMahon, my boss, and the other was my dad. And while that may have not been the most professional thing to do, it's what I hold on to to this day, uh, long after he's gone, because I know we had those moments, and uh, it's just as real right now. If you make me cry in this interview, I'll be very mad, as they were then. So that's what I would go back to. Let's end it light. Just what advice would you give to all the students out there watching this right now? Don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do something. There are plenty of people out there in this world that are going to make things hard for you. Don't be one of those people that make it hard on yourself. We are our own worst enemies and we're also our own greatest champions. If you just believe that you can do something, and not in an arrogant way, just say, I'm going to try this. You'd be surprised how far you can go. We are amazing people, and I believe in the goodness of humanity. I think people have good hearts, and if they're not being compromised by the world or being told what to think by television or forced into trends by their peers, for the most part, we all have good hearts. Just believe in yourself, man. If there's something you want to do, do it, because one day you're going to look back and say, I should have done it. Regret is a terrible thing. Thank you so much for coming in and doing this for you. I wish you the best of luck, Thank you.